This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's our weekly fantasy sports podcast with Jeff Erickson of Rotowire. Jeff, best fantasy analyst in the business. Rotowire, best fantasy website in the business. Jeff and I, before we started recording the podcast, swapping dentist stories. Uh, he just came back from the dentist. I'm going tomorrow. Jeff is swearing to me that he's not all Novocaine'd up, so that will not get in the way of his precise fantasy football advice. And it better not, Jeff, because we're getting into playoff mode here shortly for a lot of people, and these are very important late-season games. How have you found the season going for you for the most part? I know you're in, like, dozens of leagues. Uh, for the most part, how have you fared, and how have you navigated through all the injury waters, particularly quarterbacks? Well, I mean, I think it, that that's just the thing. The, the leagues where I got hurt, I got hurt a lot. Like, I'd have Burrow and Nick Chubb, for instance, uh, or Burrow and Jonathan Taylor. Um, and now we're on a second wave of Jonathan Taylor absences. Uh, it, it's been pretty frustrating there. But, uh, you know, other leagues I'm doing quite well. You know, leagues where I have Keenan Allen doing just fine. Uh, that, that's been fun. Leagues where I, you know, I, I, I snuck in. Like, I, I, I'm in a super flex league where – I have three good quarterbacks. I have to make the decision between uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Brock Purdy, and Sam Howell every week to start two of those three. Um, and it's, it's a good problem to have because they're all good choices usually. But, you know, there's there's always a risk of getting that wrong. But that league's doing well at least. What are you going with for that choice this week? Uh, I mean, it, it's especially hard this week. Um, I personally have it as Lawrence and Purdy with Howell sitting, but Man, Hal's got the, the possible shootout matchup of the day against Miami. It's just can Washington kind of keep up? That's the question. Uh, no Jalen Phillips for Miami, so maybe I, I, I could put Hal on there and be fine. But, I mean, it, it's, again, good problem to have. That's a first-world problem to have to have three for, uh, top ten quarterbacks this week. To your point about injuries all at once or injuries all to one team, in my touchdown-specific league, I lost Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and Joe Burrow all in one season. I made Oof. trades for Cousins and then for Burrow and lost them all in one season. So I Wasn't started, meant to be. Yeah, I started <laughs> Baker Mayfield last week, and he won. <laughs> he won yeah. for me. So it wasn't because of him mainly. It was mainly because my opponent had a lousy week, but – Hey, I'm getting by with Baker, Will Levis, and Guile. Yeah, I, I understand that one completely. I'm in a super flex league where his cousins and Daniel Jones were my two quarterbacks. Baker was my third. And I picked up – I've been using Tommy DeVito, but now he's on by, so I'm stymied yet again. 
Tommy DeVito, the pride of Syracuse. And you know what? Based on how few Syracuse guys are in the league these days, I might not be exaggerating about that. So New listen, coach coming there. What do you think? You know, I, I get where they're going with it. He's supposed to be a great recruiter, and he's from New Jersey. But mm-hmm. the two things that I sort of raise my eyebrows at is how hard is it to recruit to Georgia? Isn't it a lot more difficult to recruit to Syracuse? And just getting the Northeast Corridor, when we were good, Jeff, at Syracuse, we always got the Northeast Corridor, and we still had to win on the second-tier guys in Texas and Florida. You know, right. do we have that with this guy? Maybe because of his SEC ties, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, he's jumping from defensive backs coach to head coach. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out. But always interesting to see a coaching change. Uh, my school did the coaching change under duress this summer, and it's actually worked out okay. So uh, we'll see. So to my quarterback conundrum, all right, maybe some people have these guys in their super flex leagues. If I got to go between Baker and Levis, Baker's playing Carolina, Levis is playing against the Colts. I better lean with Baker on this one, right? Yeah, I mean, check for late reports on the ankle with Baker, but yeah, I think you have to go with him. They're just not even asking Levis to do that much. Uh, He's had three straight games under 200 yards. Regarding wide receivers uh, on my team, I've got Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaurin, and Tank Dell going. Tank Dell has become a 96% start guy in my league. Where, where do you think his ceiling is between now and the end of the season? I mean, he, the last, he, he, last week he was in my top 10. He's a little lower this week, because, and he just popped up on the injury report, though he did practice today. But, uh, man, what a score. And it's just... And what a, that that offense is a wagon. I mean, it's been so fun to watch. And I, I'm curious to see what they do against Denver, which ooh, it's funny. You know, the same team that gave up 70 points is now one of the hottest defenses in the league. It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it, it, it show, shows how quickly things can change in the NFL. I've got the Rams as a streaming option on defense. The Jaguars have Cincinnati. Your guys, uh, Browning at quarterback. Do I go with the Rams against potentially Joe Flacco? Do I go with the Jaguars against potentially, well, definitely Jake Browning? Yeah, I think that's a good, I mean, that's definitely a good problem to have. I think both are really good options. I think I'm going to go Jaguars here. I I got the Jaguars as my number three defense this week. So, uh, again, they're two top ten options. You brought up Taylor before. I'm sure by this point in every league, running back is picked so clean. Uh, What are options for people who have Taylor? Well, first of all, see if Zach Moss is available. Some people might have cut him. A couple weeks ago, he he had like five snaps offensively. So, you know, it was tough to hold on to him through all that. So he was 48% rostered as of Tuesday. I'm sure that's changed a little bit since then. Uh, But... Uh, you know, at the same time, I would uh, see see what the you've got going on there. Um, that might be you know a way to go ahead about cracking that. Mentioned Marquise Brown. The Cardinals are coming to town to play against the Steelers. Um, fantasy implications for this one. Uh, who on the Cardinals side do you, do you look at as potentially doing anything? Uh, Marquise, uh, how do you think Murray's going to perform? Maybe James Conner coming back to Pittsburgh. How do you look at those guys? I mean, I don't really love – I mean, I, we saw what the Steelers' defense is capable of last week. Uh, I don't love anyone. I mean, you got the James Conner revenge game angle. I mean, <laughs> I guess you'd go that way. Homecoming angle if you want. Yeah. Maybe not even revenge, but, you know, coming home. Um, I 
I, I think Connor, although they don't throw to him as much as I'd like uh, since he's come back, but that might change this week. I say you start, go ahead and you can start Connor this week. Uh, Marquise, eh, yeah, what, what's he done lately? Not a whole lot. I mean, last week it was Dorch that actually got, did yeah, most of the damage. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's repeatable either. I think one thing that's going to come into play for everybody is because there's so much parity in the league, I feel like just about everybody the whole way down the stretch is going to be playing for something. Don't you like positioning to get in? That could really have a ripple effect positively on fantasy lineups after we get beyond the buys. Yeah. Um, and this is If you have late trade, trade deadlines in your fantasy league, uh, this is a good time. If you are pointed towards the playoffs already, it's a good time to do a, a good old two-for-one trade, especially this with people hurting six teams on by. You may be able to take advantage of that and get a guy, you know, maybe sacrifice a little this week to be stronger in the playoffs. Speaking of which, Jeff, I am kind of hurting on by. Um, I got to put Jerry Goff in for Allen at quarterback. That's one thing. I had to maneuver my roster around to get another kicker. And I wound up with Young Hoo Koo, who's a good kicker, but with the Falcons, he just doesn't reap a lot of points. Although, sometimes teams like that, they settle for kicks more often. We saw in that game against uh, the Saints, the Saints had six field goal attempts last week um, because they couldn't finish drives. <coughs> and Atlanta is similar to that. They just happened to this past week. Uh, but Young Hoo Koo has had plenty of game winners already this year. You know, kicks in a dome for half of his games. I expect this to be a tight game against the Jets. Obviously, it's in New York, so it's outdoors. It's not a great setup that way. Tough, tough stadium to kick in. But for the most part, you know, I, I think he's he's usually good for two to three attempts. Uh, another team that's kind of hurt me because they're on by, and I have a couple shares of guys who are Ravens. Uh, I don't have Tucker, who I just brought up as my normal kicker. Uh, Gus Edwards, Zay Flowers are all on my roster. I can't consider them for options. Let me give you a flex threesome, and you tell me which way I should go with this, okay? So I got Drake London, I got Nico, and I, we mentioned him before, James Conner. Who's the best flex option there? I think Nico. Um, I, you know, Again, I'm a little worried about the, this matchup, but Nico is still... You know, a lot. There's so much buzz about Tank Dell, but Nico Collins is actually the top target for CJ Stroud. And I think Nico Collins is a guy that next year we'll be drafting in the third or fourth round. Looking at tight ends, Jeff. Here's one to throw at you: uh, Najoku or Higby? I go Najoku. You know, he's getting so many targets right now. Uh, maybe that changes with Flacco if it's Flacco over DTR, um, but. You know, he's, he's getting nine to ten targets. Amari Cooper is banged up. Uh, Higby scored twice last week. Those were his first two touchdowns of the year. I, I don't think that's necessarily repeatable. And I'd rather face the Rams. I mean, it's funny that they're playing each other. I'd rather face the Rams defense than the Browns defense. Looking at uh, opponents here, I've got Ayuk and Cup that I'm going up against wide receivers in my other league. How do you see those two fair in Ayuk against the Eagles and then Cup against the Cleveland Browns? Big shootout potential in that Niners-Eagles game. Can't wait for that game. Man, the Eagles, like three weeks in a row, are having the the, the, the game of the week. Uh, and then they had, before their bye, they had Dallas. Ooh, what a schedule. But uh, Cup, I don't know about. That's the one, Tim, where I'm, I'm kind of baffled about his lack of production. I know he got banged up, and that's part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was They checked him out uh, last week, early in the first, first quarter, but he still played like 57 snaps. So... I want to say he checked out okay, but they're just not, you know, going to him as much. Now Kyron Williams was running wild in that game, so that's part of it. But it's not just that game. It 
stems back to like the Dallas game where uh, he, he didn't do a whole lot there. The Steelers game, actually, where he did nothing and he was healthy for that game. Back to uh, the Kyron Williams thing, Warren and Najee Harris both splitting carries. This week going up against the Cardinals, I could see both of them cleaning up. What do you think? Because that, that run defense against Williams last week was hideous for Arizona. Yeah, uh, it's funny that, you know, we all this talk about, okay, got a new offensive coordinator, Warren's going to get more work now, and then Harris was the better back. Yep. Um, I have a hard time handicapping. I have Warren 15 and Harris 22, so that's both within the range of starting RBs if you're in a 12-team league. So, yeah, I could see how both of them could be productive. Yeah, you want to go against this Arizona run defense. I actually think that Johnson and Pickens might be better plays on the outside than Fryermuth over the middle this week based on what the Cardinals might do defensively with their safeties as opposed to what we saw from the Bengals. What do you think? Yeah, that I, I keep – man, I kept saying the same play over and over against my Bengals. It was frustrating. But you know what? One of the things that I did notice is how they used play action. Play action – works well up the middle right you're because you're trying to draw the uh the linebackers in and then kind of pop up the tight end behind that and that that seemed like that was working like a charm so that was something they didn't do with matt canada as much but you know you're right arizona might handle a little bit differently and may line up scheme it differently so yeah i mean it's hard to dissuade you from using anybody against arizona this week but uh the tough part is guessing which one uh is going to be productive uh yeah and you know that going back to the Bengals game. I mean, how different does that game play out if uh, they don't, you know, rule that a, a non-catch on Deontay Johnson on the on the, the you know per, possible touchdown on the very first drive? I mean, the whole game plays out differently. They're already up seven nothing. Then um, there's no fumble the next play. You know, Warren doesn't maybe miss out on reps because of that. You know, lots of you know Deontay Johnson doesn't have to have an awkward press conference. <laughs> All sorts of weird things that happen there. Is Goff going to wake up for me and play better against New Orleans? I I sure hope so, man. He, he's been really rough the last two weeks. Uh, it's a tough matchup. Uh, I don't think it's a great matchup for them. I think it's not. It won't. I, I think they're going to probably try to emphasize the run a little bit more. Uh, on the other side of that matchup, it's interesting to see how the Saints wide receivers banged up. Michael Thomas is on IR. Uh, Shahid has the quad injury and Olave the concussion. He may be down to A.T. Perry, Keith Kirkwood, yeah, so I, I think Goff will probably wake up for you a little bit. Back to your Bengals. They got the Jags. I'm facing a team that has Ingram and Kirk both on it. Who's going to hurt the Bengals and hurt me more, Kirk or Ingram? Well, we were just talking about, about what the Friar tight end. Yeah, right, week. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, the funny thing is Ingram hasn't scored this year. Um, he, he's got decent number of, you know, his catch numbers and yardage numbers are fine. Maybe not great, but they're fine. Uh, but I think this maybe this is the week he finally scores. Jeff, what do you have going on at Rotowire this week? Rankings-wise, are they up? Uh, where can people find them, and what else can people find on the site? Yep, rankings are up. Uh, we've got this new tool, too. Uh, if you are uh, do prize picks or underdog or sleeper, and you're doing the you know more or less on their picks, we've got a new tool at rotowire.com slash picks, uh, and we're, we're pretty proud of it. So I invite you to check it out there if you play those sort of games. Um, and also just check out the site as a whole, rotowire.com slash free. Get you a free peek behind the paywall. You can see my season-long rankings. Uh, I mean, my in-season leagues, for, but weekly rankings called the Value Meter, and, of course, all of our other strategy articles, in-depth articles, matchup articles, you name it. Rotowire.com slash free. Awesome, Jeff. Thanks. We'll do it again next week, okay? Awesome. Thanks, Tim. All right, Jeff Erickson from Rotowire.